the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for the Your Personal Bank Show with Barrett's Toe, financial literacy educator and speaker, entrepreneur, and chairman of the board of a bank in formation. Take charge of your financial future with Your Personal Bank. Now here's Ferentz Toe. Welcome to the Your Personal Bank Show. You know, a lot of people ask me, this is a financially focused show. And why do I talk about current events and politics and things like that so frequently? Well, there's several reasons. I mean, I do two shows a week. The first show is designed more to focus on the personal bank concept and really is designed to help you understand how you can take control of your money, grow it tax-free with guarantees, and get positive arbitrage, use it, and then use safely leveraging bank money to get double-digit returns without market risk. And as powerful as that is of a concept, and, and truly is, and it's made such a difference with so many of my clients, what I found is the second the show of the week, I tried to take a step back and take a bigger picture view. And of course, the last couple of years in particular, that's involved a lot of politics in terms of affecting our money. And I have to say, as much positive feedback as I've gotten from the, um, how should I say, the, the financial side of things, there's no question the bigger picture and tying it with economics and our money has really fostered a lot of uh, response in a positive way. And I really do appreciate it. I'm just going to say that. So we have a lot to talk about today. We're just, let's, let's hit it. So there's no secret. We're dealing with record high inflation. These are the highest inflation rates we've seen in 40 years. Um, consumer price index is last measured 8.3% in April. Producer price index, the last measurement I've seen was 10%. And again, I've shared this many times. That's a, oftentimes a predictor of what uh, inflation is going to be like approximately six months down the road. So we're in for some more tough times and more and more people are realizing that. I'm seeing more and more dire, um, how should I say, dire predictions from the media and everything else. My response is, where have you been? I mean, I guess, welcome to the party, finally. Uh, the Federal Reserve took about a year to figure out that inflation was getting out of hand. Um, gives you an idea how influenced they are with the bubble and with politics. Let's face it, the, the bubble that they're in. But, you know, I guess it's good they're better late than never. But my, my concern, my fear is, is quite simple. It, the quote-unquote experts, the Federal Reserve, the economists, and all these kinds of things, have gotten things so wrong so many times. In fact, it's hard. It's easier to count what they've gotten right, frankly. And even if you take this most this latest inflation numbers, where they were predicting an eight one eight eight point one percent, the economists were all the experts inflation rate, and it came at eight point three, and they were surprised, quote unquote, by that. The stock market took a real hit that day, obviously. And my 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 comment to that was then was why are you surprised? You know. 
Try joining the real world. Go to a gas station or a grocery store, right? And you're going to know what it's really like. Of course, a lot of these quote-unquote experts, I don't believe they actually live, you know, the, the Washington bubble, right? They don't live in a in the real world. And, and so they're not really experts, are they? Um, in my opinion. Anyway, I'm going to try to be upbeat because there are some positive things coming down the horizon. I'm going to say that. And I'm going to encourage as bad as it's it's been, and frankly, I also agree and believe it's going to be worse before it gets better. I don't want folks getting too discouraged and realize there are options. You know, your personal bank is one of those, by the way, where you can get a nice solid return with guarantees, tax-free, all that kind of stuff. And I can show you how to get double-digit returns safely leveraging bank money without any market risk. If you want more information on that, it's toll-free 866-268-4422. Again, 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Now I want to talk about some of these other things that affect our money. I mean, former Obama advisor um, stated, inflation is here to stay and predicts November will be tough one for Democrats. Of course it will. Uh, Clinton was the one that said, um, you know, it's the economy, stupid, right? I mean, he's right. So Steve Ratner is a former Treasury official under Obama. He's saying, stating that it's going to be around, it's going to persist. And that should be no, that, that isn't news for anybody that's paid any attention. And I've been talking about inflation since April of 2021. You can go back to my website. It's yourpersonalbank.com. And you can listen to any of the previously recorded shows. And you can go back and see. I didn't even realize it until recently that I started bringing up inflation in May of 2021 on this very show. Okay? I'm a, I guess I'm a bit of a trailblazer, a little bit of a town, a, a town crier, some people have called me. Because I pay attention to this stuff, this is what I do, and I've been down this rodeo. This is my third economic rodeo, okay? I remember 01, and I remember 08, 09, okay? And we're seeing, we got this. The 20, 2020 was interesting economic situation, of course, with the COVID shutdowns, and now we've got inflation in 2022, right? So this is not a surprise, and once inflation gets started, it's extremely hard to stop it, Okay. My prediction, I've said this many times, but I get asked this every, literally every day. What is my best guess? I'm going to say this. I believe 2022, the rest of this year, is going to be extraordinarily tough economically. We're going to have very high inflation rates. The markets are going to suffer. The economy's going to be uh, struggling. Okay, uh, As long as we have shortage of energy, we're going to have high inflation. It's going to be a rough road this year. If things get, if the um, the Republicans gain the House and the Senate and actually start doing things like um, requiring a, cha a change in some energy policy, at least to a degree, um, and some uh, security on the border, we could see some increases. Biden is still, uh, still the president, so we'll have two more years of a a difficult situation, maybe not as bad as 2022 and gradually could get better over time, but the federal government spent far too much money. I talked about that for the last two years, at least. And then they exacerbated the issue by reducing oil on energy. And then, of course, the Ukraine war kicked in and that made it even worse. OK, and that's what we're dealing with, even if all of those things changed overnight. 
it would take some time to turn things around. But, you know, if things would get better, I mean, you would see some improvement right away. So it's a very easy change for the current administration to make. They just so far refuse to make it. And what I mean by that is, is increasing energy production. So until we see that type of, until we see an increase in energy production, a significant real increase, then we're going to see higher than normal inflation rates. And I expect that for the next three years, roughly, because I see no, no intention on their part of making any change. In 2024, if we get a new president and there's a significant change in policy at that point, I expect an economic boom because you're going to have pent up demand and you're going to have a significant change and you'll see oil, you know, energy prices drop, inflation will drop, the economy will start going again, and we'll see a pent up energy boom. So I'm very pessimistic about 2022. Um, Generally pessimistic, uh, 23 and 24, maybe some improvement, and very optimistic about 2024. So what do we got to do? We have a rot. We've got to buckle our seatbelts, as I've said. We've got to ride, and the best thing to do is figure out how to make it through. Make it through this period. Will we make it as a country? That I firmly believe we will, because some of the encouraging stuff, okay, is. The latest polls are showing that over 80%, now think about that a minute, 8 out of 10 Americans of all stripes, right, left, center, believe the country is going in the right direction. You know, one thing that Biden, on his inaugural address, and when he was running for office, talked about unity and uniting the country. Now, he's... He, in a, in, a, in a strange way, he has done exactly that. He's got 80% of Americans agreeing that the country is going the wrong direction. And a lot of it is because of his administration's policies. Well, I don't believe that was his intention on how he was going to get there, but it's interesting how he accomplished that goal, right? So in a, in a, in a positive way, I mean, that's a positive because even in the depths of frustration that I had about a year ago, my, my most frustrating times were about a year ago. I find it's interesting. A lot of people are just getting to where I was a year ago. Like I said, I tend to lead the parade sometimes. But anyway, I have gotten more and more encouraged literally just about every week because I stated it back then. The one positive I see is I still believe in the resilience of the American people. The average American is a good, decent, hardworking person who loves freedom and appreciates the, the, the opportunities that this country provides to each and, each and every one of us that want to take advantage of that. And I still had a solid belief in the American people. And when I see polls where it shows 80% of Americans believe this country is going in the wrong direction, that is a strong, strong encouragement because we have a midterm election coming up in about six months. We're going to be able to start affecting change, significant change at that point. And then we've got another big election a couple years later. Will it be painful at times between now and then? Certainly. Will we get through this as a country? Absolutely. This country's been through much worse. Heck, we've been through two world wars, a Great Depression, and a civil war even, okay? And we came through stronger through each of those. 
That's why I'm saying I'm very optimistic about 2024 and beyond. Again, we just have to get there. Now, in the meantime, there's still some good things happening despite how bad the economy is and inflation and various and the real true lack of leadership that we see in Washington right now. Um, oh, another little positive here is is the uh, Hispanic vote. This is this is incredible. The um, Biden's Hispanic approval rating among Hispanics is 26 percent. I mean, it's it's the lowest. That it, all these are numbers are historic lows. That's another thing Biden wanted to accomplish. He's accomplished a second goal. He wanted to be uh, a transformative or a historical president. He is. He's, he's transformed his country, or trying to, and he's going to be remembered as, as one of, if not the worst, president in modern history and the most disliked in modern history. He will be remembered like Carter used to be. So he has accomplished a couple of his goals. I'm going to encourage you to stay tuned in the next segment because I'm going to talk about some of these things that are some things we need to be concerned about that, that affect our lives and our money and some encouraging things, too, going forward. If you want to contact me again for more information on how to take control of your money, reduce your market risk, reduce your taxes, gain positive arbitrage, and safely leverage bank money, contact me at toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. Well, there's a lot of good news. Again, it's frustrating times. I get that. Inflation is at all time, 40-year highs. Everything, gas, food, everything's costing more. The stock market has been in free fall in a, in a lot of times, a lot of days. IRAs, 401ks are suffering. The average American in many ways is suffering unlike they have in 40 years. But I want to encourage you because there are some options out there. And like I said, your personal bank is one of them. If you have not looked into it, or maybe you were thinking about it, you've been listening for a while, I'm going to encourage you to contact me at toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Again, it's 866-268-4422. Because what's interesting is so many times when somebody does reach out to me, um, and by the way, I don't bite, (laughs) and you will actually get to reach me. That's one of the comments I get, too, is, oh, wow, it's actually you. Yes, that is, you're reaching me directly. Um, If we decide to work together, I would be the person you would work with. Now, I have a team and other folks. If you prefer to work with somebody else, you're perfectly, uh, that's, you have that option. But you can work with me if you choose also. What I want you to understand is a lot of people that reach out to me, like, I've heard you. Most of the time, they've listened to me for many times, several months on the radio. And they like your idea, it's intriguing. That's a word I hear a lot. And it's different than what's the typical, um, how the typical person invests. It's, I call it a paradigm shift in thinking about money. No question. Again, I share this all the time. Institutional investors deal with it, do this all the time. Bank boards and, and corporate finance boards, wealthy families, they do this type of investing all the time. It's normal for them. It's just new to the average American, because it's typically not brought to them, which is one of my, what that's one of my driving purposes of doing this show, to educate people and bring it to the average American, especially now in these tougher economic times, 
where most people feel like they're kind of trapped. They don't have a lot of options out there, right? You know, they're stuck in the market, right? And it's been not good since uh, the beginning of this year, certainly. And it doesn't look like it's going to get any better anytime soon. Certainly, probably not this year. There are other options. And if you are on the sidelines and sitting in cash, it's not a great option either because with high inflation, uh, based on the current numbers, you're losing about 8% a year sitting in cash. So if you can make 6, 7, 8%, which I can show you how to do, at least you're, not, you're pretty much keeping up. You're not losing much ground. And you have tons of liquidity. Like I said, 85% liquidity day one. We can set that up. So that when you do see that time frame when things maybe are going to start turning around, you feel like it's, we're at the bottom finally, whenever that may be, and you want to pull the trigger and take advantage of some opportunities, you can. But at least you didn't lose out because if this goes for a while, like I said, I think one of the biggest challenges a lot of people are dealing with is, you know, people... The average American, like I said, is good, decent, hardworking, good people, okay? Good salt-of-the-earth people. And when so they hear somebody tell them some, something, like particularly someone who's in a position of authority or power, like a, a Jerome Powell, for example, the head of the chairman of the Federal Reserve, say, ah, oh, the inflation is just transitory. It, a lot of people naturally tend to believe that. Now, I came out and said immediately, that's a bunch of hooey. Um, I didn't believe that at all. That was political. Okay. Uh, they were just saying that because they didn't want people to panic or whatever. They, whatever their reasons were. They had an agenda. In fact, it came out later. They didn't want people to uh, focus on inflation too much because they were trying to pass Build Back Better. That's a fact, folks. That's come out. My point is, these leaders, quote unquote, and I say that with quotes, many times have agendas and they're not necessarily telling us the truth. I mean, look at Fauci. Uh, first, don't wear a mask. Then wear a mask. Then wear two masks. I mean, and he even said later, he told, he, he even said himself, he lied initially um, so that it, it was, he called it a noble lie. But a lie is a lie, no matter how you cut it. My opinion is treat people like adults. I often have people say to me, why are you sharing sometimes the bad news? Because I believe we're all adults, and we can handle both good and bad news. And actually, we can be, if we know the truth, we can be better prepared to handle whatever the situation that's coming to arise, you know, because we're adults. Now, I know that a lot of people in government don't feel that way. They want you to rely on them and take, they want you to, uh, they want to take care of you, quote unquote. Not really. They want power and money is what they want. But they use that approach to make you feel like they're going to take care of you, right? And that's how they gain their power. And a lot of people listen to that. But what I want you to understand is, folks, we were lied to last year about inflation. First of all, they were asleep at the wheel. Second, they took far too long, the Federal Reserve, to do anything about it. They've even admitted that, admitted it, they've admitted it that's themselves. Wow, I'm having a hard time saying that word. <laughs> admitted. There we go themselves that they took far too long. Probably should have started raising rates about a year prior. Probably before that, who knows. But And then also, they had political agendas and such to when it did become obvious and apparent, you know, the Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, um, the Fed, Fed Reserve Chair, 
Jerome Powell, all were, and everybody else was echoing, parroting, oh, it's transitory, it's transitory. BS. No, it wasn't. And they knew that then. But they didn't want to say it because, again, they had an agenda. They had reasons not to tell us. And then it was, well, it'll be over by the end of the year. That was like last fall. And then in the spring, it was like, well, it'll be over pretty. Now they're finally giving up the charade and saying, yeah, it's going to be around a while. Okay? Probably into 2023 or longer. That's what the Federal Reserve is saying now. Finally. Again, if people have the facts, you can plan accordingly rather than being misled. I mean, you want to talk about misle misleading? That was a big misleading uh, statement. And so they're everywhere. We see it all the time. So what I'm saying is, if you're still hanging on to th the, the perception with a lot of people is that inflation is going to end sooner than they think it will probably actually end. And what I say is, look, you know what's smarter? Go to the facts. Go to what's actually happening and go back in history. Like Mark Twain used to always say, um, history doesn't repeat itself, but it definitely rhymes. And a lot of things about what we're dealing with right now is what our country dealt with in the 1970s with the oil embargo and high inflation. And if you look at how long that lasted, it was years, folks, years, okay, that we had high inflation. And it wasn't finally knocked out until Reagan came into office and Paul Volcker raised rates and interest rates into the double digits, okay? That finally is what tamed inflation. We may have to do that again. What you need to understand is we may end up in a double-digit inflation situation before this is finally tamed. Because in some ways, again, like Mark Twain said, history repeats it, doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. In some ways, what we're dealing with right now is even worse. The causes are even worse than what they were dealing with in the 1970s. Now, I'm going to encourage you, I encourage you to stay tuned in the next segment. I'm going to talk about that further and explain myself, and you'll understand why I'm saying that. In the meantime, if you want to learn how to thrive through this high inflationary environment and have your money grow safely with guarantees and get double-digit returns, safely leveraging bank money, call me at toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Again, it's 866-268-4422. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ferentz at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ferentz Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. In the last segment, if you missed it, I made a bold statement. I stated that the causes that we're dealing with in terms of inflation in many ways, are even worse today than they were in the 1970s. And understand, if you haven't paid attention to your history books, go back and look at what, how long inflation lasted and how bad it got. How high, Interest rates were in the double digits, folks. Uh, a mortgage, a typical mortgage was like 18%, okay? Why am I saying what we're dealing with is in many ways worse today than what they dealt with in the 1970s. Well, like I said before, go to, you know, like Mark Twain said, you know, history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. Go back and look at what they were dealing with. What caused 
the major cause of that inflation in the 1970s was the um, oil embargo. There was two oil embargoes. One happened in early, early 1970s, and then a second one in the late 1970s. And there was a second one that hit that was even worse. It was basically OPEC. That's when OPEC basically got together and decided, now does this sound familiar? Decided to restrict oil production. Decided to restrict energy production. Sound familiar? Now the difference is this time is we did it to ourselves. Biden signed the Keystone stopped the Keystone oil oil pipeline. Folks, he stopped not he didn't just stop Keystone, he stopped like 10 pipelines. That's a lot of people don't know that. The the, the legacy media doesn't talk about that. He's he stopped all drilling in federal lands for over a year. I don't believe that's ever been done before by any administration. So in many ways, the current administration severely curtailed energy production, similar to what OPEC did. But what's ironic is it wasn't in another country or, or, or an enemy of ours doing it. We did it to ourselves. But to make matters worse, that, that could all be kind of similar. And now just that is basically that restriction of energy is what caused, those the primary cause, no question, that's what primarily caused the 1970s inflation issues. Again, double digit lasted for years before it finally got resolved by double digit, the Federal Reserve raising interest rates into the double digits where you had 18% mortgages, okay? It was, it was a horrendous economy, but it finally killed inflation. Well, there's two other things going on with this, this go around that they were not, did not deal with last time. There wasn't a lot of debt our federal government has historical debt and historical debt levels and how, as I've said many times, literally helicoptered $6 trillion into the, our economy about a year or so ago. That is an unprecedented, unfathomable amount of money. And that money is filtering through the economy, through the system as we speak. And it will take time to continue to filter through. And as it does, each time there's a transaction, it inflates the price of goods and services. So we got the energy challenge. We've got a bunch of debt and too much money. Easy monetary policy didn't exist back then in the 70s that also contribute to inflation. The third thing that's di and it's different this time than last time is we have a, a war in, in Ukraine. There wasn't any major wars going on in the 1970s. But there's a war in Ukraine, which is the biggest conflict since World War II, as it stands right now. That war, I hope and pray, it's over quickly and soon. But it also, I also understand it has the potential to get worse or drag out longer. And the longer it drags out, the longer it's going to impact inflation, food, food supplies, food prices, and energy. See, we didn't, we didn't have, so we've got three major things going on contributing to inflation. Shortage of energy, too much money, too much, too much easy monetary policy, huge debt, and a war, which is restricting energy and, and increasing food prices. Look, I hope these things get resolved quickly and things get better. 
but I want you to understand, I'm an optimistic person, but I want you to understand the possibility exists that this could drag out far longer than what we're being told, just like we were told last year that inflation was transitory. I didn't believe them then. I don't believe them now. You need to plan accordingly. If you haven't got a good plan for how to deal with inflation and survive this, and not only survive, but thrive, contact me at toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Again, it's 866-268-4422. Stay tuned in the next segment because I'm going to talk about a few other solutions and some other things about that we can feel good about and look forward to. So I don't want to be doom and gloom. I'm not. But I also want to be realistic about what we are really dealing with. So stay tuned. Don't miss it. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. Well, let me share. I've not shared enough doom and gloom if you've been listening. There are some good things. There's some positive things. There's some things you can do to thrive through this. And like I said, if you want to learn how to do that, contact me at toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. But some of the good things that are going on is the historically low um, polling of, you know, 80% of Americans believe that the current administration is heading the wrong direction. Uh, That means Americans are coming together. And, you know, whenever America comes together, 80% folks, that's just, that's virtually everyone. Um, A lot of people, we're going to be free again. And we're already starting to see that now. Um, A lot of people are afraid to share how they felt, like at work or various places like that. That stuff's going away. We're turning the corner on that already. Perfect example, Netflix putting out that statement to, to their employees that, you know, we, we provide content to folks of all different types of beliefs and all. And if you don't feel comfortable about that, maybe you should work somewhere else. Folks, that's perfect. I mean, that is what freedom of speech is all about. Businesses aren't should not be in the business of dictating politics to people, all right? They should just provide products or services and do their job and make, make profits for their investors. That's their job. And they're starting to focus back on that. You know, Disney famously was fighting that that law in Florida that, you know, you know, basically, I I don't think it went far enough, frankly. All the law said was you can't basically you can't. uh, How should I say it? uh, Teach sexually explicit material to kids, kindergartner through third graders. I don't think you should teach that to any kids at school. I don't see where a teacher has the right to do that at all. That's a family parental thing. But I mean, almost nobody's against that. Yet Disney came out against it. They they got slapped by losing their benefits and tax benefits and all that. It's going to cost them billions of dollars, literally. And you notice they've been strangely silent since. Okay, um, they're learning their lesson. And corporate boards, I can tell you, businesses and corporate boards are are asking serious questions now about what what involvement do they want to have politically. Or do they want to just focus on what they do, and that's provide a product or service and make a profit, which is what they should be doing. The other good news, and again, this is all part of turning that corner, you know, this disinformation board that the uh, Homeland Security was supposedly uh, starting up, which (laughs) 
Orwellian at, at the best. You know, that's that's government looking over your shoulder, them deciding what's what's accurate and not. That's so wildly unconstitutional. Um, but that's been put on pause because there's been such a uproar about it. So even though conservatives right now aren't in control of the House or the Senate or the uh, the presidency, we still have a voice. And if there's enough of an uproar, uh, what you know, the administration backs down. You know, and and what's ironic about that, why it was such a ridiculous thing. I mean, there was a recent tweet and the, the official White House Twitter account that stated there was no vaccine when Biden took office, even though not only he had taken the vaccine, he had actually gotten a booster prior to um, taking office. And in fact, there's videos, pictures showing him of him actually doing it. So it's pretty crazy. I mean, talk about disinformation. That's just not, that's not disinformation. That's just out, out, outright lies. Okay. Um, they got slammed for it. But interestingly, I, I, I haven't checked recently. The last I heard, it was still up on Twitter. It's, just, it's, it's a total and complete lie. And you wonder why people don't trust the government to tell us what's true or not, right? And then I love this one. Political reported that Biden is finally going to stop trying to work with the GOP and instead go on the attack. You know, if this is his idea, this this past year and a half been his idea of working together, I haven't seen him do anything of his administration do anything of benefit to the average American. And and why do you think eighty percent are against thinks he's going the wrong direction? Because he's not doing anything to benefit citizens. He's benefiting other people, non citizens, but not the average citizen. Okay, and the vast majority agree with that. So look, if you're feeling that way and you've been feeling stifled, don't. You are in the massive majority. You should share how you feel. It's a free country and we're taking back our rights. I was really big on that, as you know, last past year or so, if you've been listening, that freedoms, including economic freedom, are really important for our way of life and our society. And people have just finally gotten fed up and said enough's enough, enough and they're taking back control you can too. You're, folks, you're in the 80%. And I believe it's higher than that, frankly. If the polls are telling us it's 85, 80%, it's probably higher than that, right? So, and these are some left-leaning polls, some of them, all right? Now, what's interesting is I, I don't, I think Joe Biden's definition of working together really is, it's not about actually working together with people. It's stating, this is my policy, agree with me, or, you know, to heck with you. That's what I think he considers unity or working. And that's not working together. In fact, uh, um, McCarthy, so he's the head of the uh, House Minority Leader, Kevin McCarthy. Um, he came out very recently and stated after Biden said he was tired, he, he was going to stop working with the GOP, with the Republicans. Look, whether you like McCarthy or not, he is the head of the minority party in, in Congress, in the House. And as he stated, he goes, I've only seen the president a couple of times. He's never called. I've reached out numerous times. And he says, the only time I've actually talked to Biden is when he called the public switchboard. He had to call the public switchboard at the White House to talk to the president. And he actually got through. At first, they didn't think it was really him. They thought it was a crank call. But he actually got through. And he said that's the one and only time that he actually 
the uh, uh, Biden, Biden actually took the call and he actually talked to him. And it was when he was made the announcement he was pulling out of Afghanistan. Now, in a year and a half, you talked to the House Minority Leader once. And you didn't call them. They called you. And they, they, they had to call through the, the main public switchboard to get a hold of you. That's not working with the other side. And what's ironic is that was one of the big campaign promises that Biden made, that he was he had experience and he had friends over on the other side. He was going to work across the aisle. He's done anything but that. And again, that's why the polls are showing 80% are feel like the country's going the wrong direction. Something like 75%. The, the, the disapproval ratings are well over half, okay? Because, frankly, we were lied to. You know, Americans do not like being lied to. We don't like being misled and sold a bill of goods. Biden has is, is really been is really no different than going to the used car lot and the, you have this slimy, sleazy used car salesman trying to sell you a lemon. And that's really what it's come down to. And Americans are smarter than that. The most majority are. Well, 80%. How's that? And again, I've always had faith in the American people. Here's one more I'll give you. One last one here. Elon Musk. He says he has definitely created waves recently. He's been in the news a lot, of course, with his, uh, his efforts to purchase Twitter. Um, and he also recently, it was very, very interesting, as he stated in one of his tweets, he said, in the past, I voted Democrat because they were, in his words, mostly the kindness party. But they have become the party of division and hate, so I can no longer support them, and I will vote Republican. And then he stated, now watch their dirty tricks campaign against me unfold. And he put a, a popcorn emoji. They, I mean, immediately he went out, they, they you know, this disinformation board came out. Um, there now, there's several investi government investigations on them. I'm sure the IRS is after them. I mean, it's just, and, and here's what's interesting about it. I think Elon, in some in some response or some way, really gets a how should I say gets a kick out of riling up the the left because he stayed to watch them and I mean it's like he stirred the pot. They responded like crazy, and um, just proved his point that they're the party of division and hate. If you don't agree with them, they hate you, and you know that's not what this country's built on. That's not what democracy is. Democracy is, yes, it's messy, but everybody has the right to their opinion. They have the right to their to voice that opinion. And in the public, you can discuss your differences of opinion. And it's, it's in that cauldron of, it's sort of like iron sharpening iron, if you know what I'm trying to say. That's where ideas are, are refined and refined, like iron sharpening iron. And that's where you get the best ideas. You get the most, the best innovations. You get the best opportunities and you get the best out of people when you give them a, a say in the process. And that's the reason why this country has been so blessed, has second to none in terms of economic power, military power in the history of mankind. We have become one of the freest societies in history, one of the most successful, one of the most economically strong. Uh, somebody who lives in the United States in poverty in most parts of the world would be considered 
very well off, if not rich. Okay, so our worst is matches some of their best. And it's because of the freedoms that our founding fathers gave us over 200 years ago with this little experiment that was radical at the time. See, again, the progressives are actually today's conservatives because they want to give power to the people, voice to the people, and freedom to the people, which is exactly what our Constitution and Bill of Rights and our Declaration of Independence stated when it first stated those words, when it said that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's what this country is about. Yes, we're going through some tough times. Yes, I believe it's going to get worse, but it will get better. There are options. There are opportunities you can take advantage of. There are things that you can do that can help your finances, your financial situation, and it actually improve them even among the midst of the worst of this economic challenge and crisis. <clears throat> you can come out the other side stronger, better, smarter, and more in control of your life, your situation, and your money. Contact me at toll free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. I will show you how to take control of your money, how to leverage your money, using safely leverage using bank money to get double-digit returns in the next few years without market risk. Eliminate your taxes. Get positive arbitrage, which means you're going to make more money than you're than if you don't have positive arbitrage. You're going to make money on funds you spend. Folks, you're going to have more money. And when you're dealing with higher inflation, like we are right now, and probably will it be for the next several years, frankly. And again, this is recorded, and it's going to be posted on my website. So I don't say these things lightly, just like I stated in the earlier segments and several shows before. I shared that I started talking about inflation. I said inflation is going, to, is, rear, is going to rear its ugly head, and I started saying that in May of 2021, back when almost nobody was talking about inflation. I said it's coming. I saw it on the horizon because I saw, actually, I told my wife, day one of the Biden administration, when they shut down the Keystone Pipeline and then started shutting down other pipelines, I stated that day to her, we are going to see higher inflation in about a year. Because when you reduce energy, you increase the cost of goods and services. It's not rocket science, folks. You don't have to be brilliant. This is Economics 101. So again, if you want to learn how to take control, come out through this stronger, financially better, more in control, and not be at the whim of these politicians and leaders we have now, call me, 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Again, 866-268-4422. For more information on Your Personal Bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. This show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information. The presenter and guest on this program do not engage in legal, accounting, or tax advice. Professional advice regarding your situation should be sought if required. Products and writers may have limitations and may not be available in all states. Excessive unpaid loans may affect performance. Distributions may become taxable if not managed properly. Replacements may not be suitable for everyone. There may be charges when replacing coverage. Compare when considering a replacement. Dividend rates and make line of credit rates may change. Contact yourpersonalbank.com for current rates. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.